Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. My cock's a little slow this morning. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. And we're off and running for a Wednesday morning, a beautiful one, uh, getting ready to uh, get halfway through the week. Well, I was talking to a friend of mine in Chicago. It was 80 degrees in Chicago yesterday. It's 23 right now. Ah. I don't know how that happened. They're having like a massive pneumonia. It was 81 in Seattle, or, uh, in St. Louis. It's in the high teens to start today. I just looked because I'm like, that can't be a thing. So, again, uh, every time you go, this place sucks, think about that. It does not. It is paradise. From October... Till around January, absolute paradise. And January kind of sometimes sucks. February gets a little cruddy. It's like, nah, nah, a little too cold to do good stuff. And then it starts again uh, middle February and goes until around middle of May, early May. And we're in paradise. We're in heaven. This is amazing. Today's going to be another perfect day. So stop complaining about help and make the most of this. I like seasons. Well, you're an idiot. <laughs> Turn your air conditioner way down then. Don't be a fool. Uh, I got a couple of amazing emails. I have got to get to these. This one, well, I'll just start with this one. This is the first one. It says, uh, you'll like this, Brett. This is going to, I have a feeling this may start a trend. This email starts, right. uh, Rabbi Holmberg. God <laughs> damn. I'm in already. <laughs> I know. I, I know. When I read it, I'm like, Brett, Brett emailed me. Son of a bitch. So I'm, I'm sure I'm not going to be able to stop the emails flying in that say Rabbi Holmberg now. Thank you, Gilbert Moms. You know, as much as I feel like I stomped on them pretty good and sort of proved my point with all of the Gilbert Goon uh, momery going so crazy for a while, and I was saying, you're all losing your minds. This is mob mentality. You are, uh, you're going nuts. Calm down, and everything will calm down. You're creating the problem. You're escalating. Gilbert Moms were creating a frenzy and acting hysterical, and I was pointing out, you're being hysterical. They lashed out at me as a person who wants teens dead, and in some cases, they're not wrong. But all teens, that's ridiculous. So they kept throwing that at me, and I just said, well, in a couple of weeks, when you're back at Postino talking about Melissa's shoes, you'll have proven me right. Yes, I think I kind of won the Gilbert Moms versus Stephen Holmberg battle. But what they won was this anti-Semitism towards me thing, <laughs> which is just wildfire. And it wasn't even one of the moms. Leave it to a Gilbert mom who's a man. The dude that emailed that called me the uh, Biden-loving cuck, big-nosed Jew, I believe is what it was, something like that. And boy, did you guys run with that. Anyway, it says, rap, this is the best, this is the best Brett email I've ever gotten. And I saw it, and I'm like, God damn it. But it makes me laugh. Rabbi Holmberg, I'm considering a nose job. What's kept you away from having that massive beak shaved down to nearly human size? Shalom, Hector. 
First off, you, Hector. Good morning. Hector. <laughs> Hector, you got a big nose. This guy's got a beak. Why doesn't he do it? Why would he stay? <laughs> I don't even answer that. Rabbi Holmberg. It's funny, but if you're serious, I don't know what keeps you. What, you got to see a picture of your nose. <laughs> it's not that funny, Brett. That's pretty good. Go. <laughs> what has kept you from having your massive beak shaved down to nearly human size? He doesn't even assume that doctors can get it back to human shape. I don't know. I don't think it would help. There's a lot wrong with my face. Uh, the beak is... Shut up, Hector. Why am I answering this? <laughs> I just think about the, the, the rhinoplasty stuff for the like our our uh, buddy Billy Thrall. Who oh, got Billy. It, yeah, well, he didn't. Yeah, and, but he and just, his just had deviated a, septum. Yeah, that was like a medical just procedure. Messing around and man, what a headache that his was. His wasn't a nose job though. It was a no. He literally he could not gone breathe. For it regardless, yeah. I also have a deviated septum. Not as bad as Billy. He couldn't breathe. Mine's just annoying and dries out one side of my nose pretty bad. Yeah. So, Rabbi, yeah. Shalom back to you, Hector. I don't know. <laughs> if you feel like it makes your face more symmetrical, if I felt that, I would do it. If I felt like they could, well, I don't know. Go f*** yourself. I'm not <laughs> done answering that. I'm actually done. I mean, I want to... I don't know why I want to answer. Why? Because I'm really answering. You like for helping myself. people, no, John? No, that's not about. No, it has nothing to do with him. I'm really asking. I'm asking myself because, in a way, Hector's right. Why haven't I shaved this thing down to a regular size nose? Just wait. He's going to work on that face. He's been talking about it for years. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yesterday I got sculptor and Botox. John it was awesome. You can't tell. I do. I tastefully do it. You and Rabbi John Jay. That sculptor stuff is outstanding. It, like, adds collagen to your face. That's incredible. It's expensive, but it's worth it because it makes your skin and face feel better. And you don't have, uh, you know, chubby people don't have to worry about it. But when you get thinner, your face draws in. So you get, like, sucked in spots, your cheeks and your eyes and stuff like that. This stuff helps. I love it. Botox I'm doing just to freeze my head. And I still, you know, it's kind of neat. I think I enjoy it. Yesterday, I got lidocaine shoved in my face for something or on it, and it gets by your eyes. And you ever go, to, you know, when you go to the dentist and you get a shot in your mouth and you can't move your mouth right? It kept my eyes from being able to blink. So you're like, my left eye was going, my right eye was just fluttering for like five minutes. It was the, it was the coolest feeling I've ever had. Are you turning into another Jew? We're going to start calling Jim Rivers over here, man. What is this? Getting all these needles in your face oh, and everything? Oh, no, oh, John no, Jay's no, like, oh, no. I'm going for it. No, Welcome John, to the club. I don't know what. Now, see, I've, do, I've done the Botox. I've done the sculptor thing. What John Jay's doing is massive facial transformations. Next level stuff, It's bro. weird because I'm like, I just don't want to look like I'm pounding stuff into my head immediately. Maybe over time, I can start looking a little bit like a softball you drew a face on. I'm fine with that. But he did it, like, so quick. People noticed, and they're like, something. I, you know what I think it is? It's that phony hair he's got in. That that changed a lot. Like, it just, it that all looks, be. and he froze the whole damn thing. There's no there's no expression on his face at all. Now, I can move my face around a little bit. At least when you move your eyes, your face moves, too. I still have, like, Until yeah. your eyes are moving where it looks like some people get it done, yeah. it's just like a mask. It's like you're trapped behind a mask. Yeah. yeah. That's the goal for me, but not right now. I'm building to it. I don't want to scare people the first day. I want like 10 years from now, people ask me like, oh my, what happened? Like, I nothing. And then I just put my eye drops in because my eyes won't close. How bad was the car wreck? Yeah, it'd be pretty great. 
You'll never get questioned at the Biltmore. No, God, no, please. It's everywhere. And it's more people than you think. Like, there's a ton of people. Every time I talk to somebody, like, I've done it. I do it. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's okay. Uh, but that's why Rabbi Holmberg has not gotten his nose done. I don't think it helps. I don't think my face uh, helps out. See, now that dude. <laughs> that's going to be you. No. <laughs> there's something going on there that's different. And he needs a nose job, too. If he's going to do it, I mean, that thing's a, that's a big beak, too. Well, Jesus, he's, is he making fun of Russell Crowe? Yeah, he's got no room to talk. He's getting a, yeah. a doppelganger. Hey, what's the hair? Yeah, something's, something's really going on there. It's over, bro. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty it's much over. all over there, bro. But anyway, <laughs> so hopefully, Hector, that answers your question. Shalom and go f*** yourself. <laughs> I don't know. It's also kind of scary to get a nose job because you end up with that. You get a bad one. I've seen people who have bad nose jobs. You get a bad nose job, and the next thing you know, you're like, oh, no, I'm Michael Jackson, which I think is the ironic part of all these ladies' surgeries. I think almost every what we call super attractive woman today Looks the way Michael Jackson was trying to look. The weird shaved down strange nose, those big eyes. The I think Michael Jackson, or transvestite from the 80s with all the makeup and stuff. I think today's standard of beauty for a lot of the, and it's the Kardashians' fault. A lot of people just, they look like Michael Jackson to me. Like Michael, like Latoya more than Michael. And I'll wander around and I'll look at like the Scottsdale girls or those OnlyFans things or stuff that they, the Insta, Instagram influencers. And I'm like... Michael Jackson would have been like an attractive woman today. Back then, he was a freak. He was a man who's a pioneer in not only music, but in the butchering of faces. Boy, Daryl Hannah really screwed herself up, too. Yeah, and then there's that. You start, you get one, and that's the problem. You mean Mrs. Young? They cut you bad once, and then you got to go fix that. Yeah, look at that. Man. And again, Daryl Hannah's also 70, and we haven't oh, seen know, her since but, Kill Bill. Ooh. So it's one of those things where when it that... spoons with Neil Young every day, so that yeah, she that'll age you. Good next that'll time. age you. But that gap between when the last time we saw her and now, and you expect to see what you saw last time, and this new thing shows up, That's it's not fair to do. But yeah, nose job can be, ah, now I need this done, now and then you're Mickey Rourke. Then you're, just, <laughs> then you're that guy. All right, now I'll look on my email. Mickey Cox screwed herself up, too. Though. All my goddamn emails now start with Rabbi Holmberg. All right. <laughs> this one says, take it from me, Shlomo Finkelstein. Get it done. Oh, okay, that's the Gilbert Moms won that battle. I had to take a couple of shots, but the Gilbert Moms won that battle. They, they created an anti-Semitic... And it's not surprising that Gilbert started a, a you know, judgmental racist movement. That doesn't surprise me at all. All those white Mormons out there. They're pros at it. Yeah, they're great at being bigots. What are your people doing out there, Brady? Just like real ones. Yeah, real bigots. Ah, they're living in the, the life of in Gilbert. In fashion, you know. Yeah. No, they're, they're very happy out there. You know, the, the whole point of that little enclave is to get away from diversity. Right. It's all supposed to look white and be white. And it's, it's basically Idaho in the East Valley. They're, they love that. You should go out there, go to Postino's, get your bottle, get yourself a bottle of Manischewitz on your table <laughs> yeah, and stuff. And just say, just, wow. just they would have me arrested the right way. What's the juke, Manischewitz? <laughs> the second I order it, uh, sirens go off. The next thing you know, there'll be a synagogue out here. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. 
So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Yeah, I should play it up and go, yeah, well, you built the Jew. I might as well show up. I'm like, Jesus now. Only the one you don't like. The non-Mormon one. Anyway, so thanks for all that crap, Rabbi Holmberg. Stupid Hector, you know. And I should have just shut up about it, but it was funny. So That's I live for the jokes beyond. She at the deli. I'm in on the jokes. <laughs> right. I'll see you at Chompies. <laughs> Bagels and locks. I like the jokes more than I like myself, but that one, the rabbi, and this is because it's offensive to people I'm not even representing. So I'm being offended for people. I'm I am literally Jesus. I'm taking on the sins of the Jews, and I'm not even a Jew. It's it's not fair. Here they come, the rabbi homeless. Here's another email I got that I have. I'm, I just you guys are just opening up my emails like it's this is great. Listen to this. It says, hey, Holmberg, want to hear something awesome? The story of ultimate success. You know how you guys have your cha-ching Chavez lifestyle? Yeah. Yeah, we do. It's pretty great. Well, you can't top this. Saturday morning at about 5.30, I had cops come to my house. And we're not talking about cops in uniform. We're cops in suits. Feds. Uh, I run a couple of businesses, and my dad and I started a, a remediation company that turned into a few other businesses. And my wife owns a couple of gyms. Anyway, the cops came, said my house was being targeted by cartel people, and they expected they would be invading sometime in the next day or so. So we had to get out of our house Saturday. We got the all clear last night, which would have been, I guess that would have been last night, uh, because evidently eight dudes were involved, and they were all, quote, as the police officer said, eliminated as a threat. And I have no idea what that means. I asked, did you kill them? They said, don't worry about them anymore. My wife and I are absolutely spinning this story. We have a house and a property, uh, and it's so awesome that people actually tried to steal it. (laughs) And before you ask, we're not drug dealers or we're even involved in that life. My wife is a former Mormon, and I'm as straight arrow as they come. Craziest thing that has ever happened to us. We used to live in Mason, then we moved to Chandler. Our businesses got huge. We made enough money that we could get some property in Florida five years ago. We still listen to the podcast during the day. Top this American success story, signed uh, Charles and Kendra. By the way, uh, in reality, we were scared S-less. I have never been more afraid in my life, especially because we had no idea this was happening. They've been targeting our home for over eight months. We live on a big property. No one would have found us for days. And the feds were incredible, by the way. How about that? Man. It almost sounds like a scam, though. Like, this I dude would, show up and tell you to get out of your house. It's I emailed like, them back. Man. That's the first thing I said. Yeah. I'm like, I would have never believed two dudes in suits that said, you got to go. We're stealing your house. I'm like, yeah, you're stealing my house. This is part of the, I want to, evidently, it was documented, proven. Here's what you need to know. Here's this and that. Here, do you know this guy? Do you know this? And it was like knocked down. But I, I didn't know that was a thing. They, they just inv- even invaded the dude's house. Make and that it, happen. It wasn't to keep it. It was to have a little safe zone to move on somewhere else. So they just saw this was like a little area they could do. We need this. Yeah. 
It's neutral ground. How yeah. about that? If Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith show up at my house in no suits, I'm, right, like, right. I'm like, yeah, all right, pal. I'm not going anywhere. Screw <laughs> you. And you don't yeah. even remember it. Do you feel, oh, okay, that's over. Uh, let's just move back in. Right. Another, how, how, uh, yeah, how, yeah, all clear. A, you've got to be convinced it was real. And then after it was real, you have to be convinced, okay, what else don't I know? Like if you got eight, you, you, you guys know about people who want to do it. Do you know about all of them? Did you get the right guys? I mean, am I, st- I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go back because if you'd convinced me, okay, you got to get out of this house. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Now you've given me all the info I need to get out. You got to do some serious convincing to get me back in there. Yeah. Or you set that house up like the last Rambo. Oh yeah, no. dealing with the cartel. Those people, I don't Start care how making tunnels. How, I don't care how liberal they may have been before. <laughs> I guarantee you, they're not calling for any gun bans now. No, they got Trump stickers <laughs> in the back <laughs> of their trucks <laughs> today. Yeah, they are. They are most definitely going out getting. Uh, if they lived here still, Mo Money Pond would have brand oh, new man. customers because oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I've read about stuff like that. It's a thing of movies where the cartel comes and invade. I've seen those I Survive stories where a guy got nabbed by the cartel because he had a beautiful home and they'd been targeting him. And then they kept him and his wife hostage for days. And then at one time, months, they kept his, him in a box for a year and a half in some undisclosed location thinking that he could pay him. So he's got his money, he's got his house. They might have just taken you aside and gone for some sort of ransom. How crazy is that? Well, thanks for listening. Man, man. So I don't know. I, what, what, I'm with you, Brett. I don't know that I would have bought it. And I don't then think next I would have. I'm in a field. Right. I don't think I would have. And poor people. You, you mean can, to begin with? Yeah. I mean, I would have just that. show up and be like, uh, somebody's going to take over your house. You got to get out of here. I would have oh, like, taken yeah, okay, pal. hours. Yeah. I wouldn't even have invited him in. First off, I probably wouldn't have answered the door. Right. Yeah. I don't know what I would I don't know what I'd have done. I just they, don't think I would have. I mean, it's, two dudes in a suit flashing a badge at the window. I'd be like, nah, come on. That's not a thing. What about you? I mean, you wouldn't question it or well you're gonna verify it i mean just i'm, I'm sure they went beyond flashing a couple of badges and explain well and also uh know, here's the situation part of it the guys that were with them stayed with them yeah so wherever they ended up they had these two dudes there the whole time so it wasn't like they're just like off you go figure it out they like were in custody even then it sounds like you know like they're just keeping an eye yeah, on you while they, I'm, i mean i'm the same man. i, I would have it would have taken I'll, I wouldn't have answered the door. If a cop standing at my door with a badge, I'm like, no, home invasion. Not answering. Yeah. And I'd say it through the window. I'm not answering. Could be a home invasion. What do you want? I've done. And that's because I know I've done absolutely nothing wrong. Well, this is for your safety. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people don't come to my house to make sure I'm okay. Go off you go. Then the next night, the doorbell rings. It's Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> ah, damn it. Those guys were legit. Cardio. The cartel wants your home. Get off my property, you f- liars. Go home. Get out. I'm going to call the police on you. I'm glad it worked out for them that they made yeah. the right decision, but I don't think I would have. I actually may have called my cop buddies and said, there's two guys at my door. Can you come check them out? Like have the real cops show yeah. up Have my buddy Ben show up, say, Ben, I need your help or send my Doug over a couple of my pals who were cops who would come over and say, yeah, this is a legitimate deal. Like these guys are legit feds and that's it. But isn't that like a fourth amendment thing is that the fourth amendment what's the one where they can't seize your house uh-huh. like the government can't just you have to give it up i guess that's giving it up but they can't i, I don't think there's uh they can't like 
just I think automatically need your house. I think the government house. can. No, they can't. Constitutionally, out. you cannot go. Only if they, you're on uh, water or... Protects people from unreasonable searches and seizures by the government. That's it. Yeah. But that's the fourth. No, but you house. can't. You can't. Say, soldiers can't come. Police can't come. Authorities can't come and say we're going to live in your house. Can't be done. Like that's not constitutional. That's against the constitution. That you can't. You can't just because you can't just that, say that. You can't just go. You would. Yeah. You have a right to say no. It's my property. No, but it's different. I think the only exception is um, properties on water. If the eminent domain. If well, eminent domain water, is them taking it from you. During, you get uh, a fee. If, because they have to say yeah. if, well, we, we're fighting, yeah, we're going to use your you property. You have to declare that. I don't know that. You you don't have to house soldiers. I'm almost positive the Constitution is if you don't I want heard them you there, they can't be can, there. You, I mean, you're, you can own the property on the water, but it's... I don't... I would, I would doubt that that's reality to be... Because then why wouldn't they just take it and keep it? And then you're out. Because property on water is probably worth millions of dollars. I'm not giving that to anybody. Just so they can say, yeah, yeah just to give you a threat out, out, but when it, I yeah. don't know if it still stands, but they're saying yeah. in times of war. Yeah, I, don't, I think that was the whole point in times of war, that you don't have to have soldiers in your house. I don't know. Apparently, no soldiers is Third Amendment. Is that number three? I'm, I'm going to look okay. there. Yeah, because I don't remember which one's what. It's been a while. But I just know that they're not allowed to just come to your house and say, hey, this is ours for a while. Get out. Can't be done. No soldier in, uh, shall in time of peace be quartered in any house without consent of the owner, Maybe nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. Right. Well, you're talking about the Constitution, right? Yeah. yeah. And you said, I'm not sure if that still applies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good point, Richard. Way to go, Biden Richard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And who's the cuck now, Brady? <laughs> I don't think that old rag matters Maybe anymore. Maybe in times of war, I'm not sure that still applies. Yeah, no, that's that's still no, they, yeah. That they can't still applies. they can't just roll into your house. Yeah, yeah. pretty much constitution, uh, despite what Brady tries to tell you, <laughs> applicable. I'm, I'm ah. twisted on this. I don't re- recall saying. Well, that's what he just it. asked you. Yeah, he said, do you, "Did somebody say that still applies?" And you said, "Yeah." <laughs> you, I think you did say, "I don't think that applies." Well, not the soldiers in the house, but as far as wa- uh, having property on water. During wartime, yeah, there's I don't know a, what the, there's I've never a, heard of that. I don't think that's a thing because even right, he just read the third said yeah. in times of peace or war they can't just take your house. You don't want that because then they just declare war against something and steal all our houses. And they go, that ah, wasn't much, but they're ours now. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one in the Constitution because during the Revolutionary War they were just blowing into houses like this is ours now. Take it over. Like, what? Yeah, can't do that. That was what they were mad about the British. You should just go. This is it. Get yeah. out. This belongs to us now. Anyway. Interesting. And here's the other thing about old Charles and Kendra. But I haven't said this to him. They'll hear it in the podcast probably later today. You're up to something. Nobody just targets your place. You're, you've done some laundering or you're up to no good somewhere down the what line. What is it about that? Ozark's place? out there. Right. Yeah, you're not. You, you did. Relax, Jason Bateman. Don't give me that bull straight arrow. Former Mormon. We just sat here innocent as could be and the cartel wanted a piece of us. You he owed does throw some, that in there. You owed somebody something about something. It wasn't all crystal clear here, Charles. I want to know the real story. When I emailed him back, I haven't heard about it yet, but when I emailed him back. It was a card game. Yeah. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. Yeah, it's... You can't... Something happened there. They, they they got to know you. You know, they saw you doing something, and then you were, you did it, something. 
You did maybe, you said you ran a remediation company. You probably did a little work on a cartel guy's house. Gave him a deal. He gave you a little something in return. Next thing you know, you're in his pocket. But Brett knows how this works. You do work for a guy. I heard about it. He does a little work for you. Next thing you know, he needs you. We'll borrow his house for a little while. You don't have to know about that, but you kind of owe. Remember when Tony Soprano, this is how I learned everything from that. <laughs> Tony Soprano, when the neighbor owed him money, when Buco. Yeah. When Buco owed him money. And he blew up his restaurant because he's like, eh, well. You also know. got a sporting goods store. We're still exactly. best friends. Well, that was the other guy. He, yeah. took his, he took his car and gave it to his daughter. Why? Yeah, we were gambling. We played some poker. I was into him for a couple grand and. I didn't have it. I didn't get it back to him. Well, I'll just take your entire store then. That's how this works. You did some, you probably owe him $4,000. You don't even know. It might even be a landscaper. Four grand to go cut out some of your Florida swamp. And you haven't paid him in a timely fashion. He's like, all right, I understand. We'll take the house. But the feds got wind of it and you didn't. You're a straight arrow, so you're probably oblivious. You're probably a rose-colored guy, oblivious to the fact that somebody would do that, that you've been dealing with some bad people. You do business with some bad people. Sometimes bad people business shows up at your door. I want the truth, Charles and Kendra. I'm no dummy. I find your story fascinating, but don't go spinning it that you're so successful. Cartels just want to steal your stuff. They had to know about your stuff. I know about you. You laundered their money. You did something strange. That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> but it's a great story. And no, I don't have that cha-ching. That, that cha-ching Chavez lifestyle's past me. No one's tried to steal my home. And I don't necessarily think I want to get to that level of success. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> These people just keep trying to steal my house. I mean, I'm just so incredibly successful. But, yeah, I, I hope it all works out there. But, my goodness. My goodness. Then this guy. Now, see, we can't even make a joke about Brady's Constitution thing. Guy goes, for accuracy, though, Trump's the one who says he wants to suspend the Constitution, not Biden. Oh, for God's sake. Go. Both <laughs> sides are barking about how the Constitution doesn't apply here, doesn't apply there. Got to change this, the gun thing. Oh, the, lib, the libs are screaming about changing the amendments for guns and everybody. Ah, gack. I'm here for the laughs. Don't start bringing both of those morons into it like I've got a side. This one said, <laughs> don't start pretending like you know anything about the Constitution, you liberal hook-nosed. All right, that's <laughs> enough. Beating me down with this thing I'm not even, I'm being slurred against my, <laughs> it's not how it goes. And the liberals do have more of a we hate the Constitution vibe than the, the right. Oh, here we go. Here we well, go. I'm just saying the righties are too into it, way yeah. too into it. And the lefties are way too into like banning stuff and censorship and all that. So, And the righties are into censorship just in their own weird ways. Neither of them respect it. Let's just say that. The, the faster we all kind of reveal that the, the tribe we've joined isn't really respecting the thing we love, the faster we'll be better off. Neither side really respects the Constitution properly. My guy likes it better than your guy. Yeah, but they both don't like it right. They both really are, are wrong about it in so many areas. Let it breathe. Anyway, what are you going to do? And if you do have a nice house, be careful. Evidently, the cartel just sits and wait and tries to take it. Even though the cartel's got the b- b- billions.
curious about yeah the property and what makes it such a well about this usually it's spatial Again, awareness a lot, of, a lot of spots you can hide things. stuff and it's big prop he said he has a big property if but, you're in maryville don't worry about it yeah if you're living in maryville you're, you're good you're i'm worried about you taking my house <laughs> yeah you got to be out in the middle of kind of nowhere living living the dream on some sort of acreage with swampland it's florida he's got a lot of places that could be you know useful to the cartel also you did something you don't you just don't fall into that they don't just pick a beautiful home and take it from unsuspecting people either they think you're involved or you are involved charles am i making your butt tighter right now by saying this because deep down you know and you can't let your wife know that you you know i did a little work for some guys and we owed them you don't bail out on that stuff. I would guess, my guess would be one of his businesses funneled some cash. Because he didn't get real specific. When you say, oh, this business led to that, business led to this, usually there's some money laundering going on in there you might not even know about, like one of your accountants or something. Heck, I had uh, my ex-wife, we started a business. Uh, she was in marketing and advertising. We started a business that was gangbusters in the first eight months. This was in the year 2000. Gangbusters. Oh, well, it was like this is great. We're going to be out of the. We're going to be out in five or six years if this stays on this pace. Crushing it. And I wasn't crushing anything. I was doing. I was flying back and forth doing afternoon radio here in Phoenix, thinking I hated radio so much, but I still did it for the check. And then she started to just go crazy. So I'm flying in on Fridays and leaving on Monday mornings to do the show, spending weekends together, having a good, it was the best time ever because it was zero responsibilities. And then you just had a little party on the weekends and you'd leave. So I'd fly in on a Friday and go back on a Monday. And I remember uh, just sitting there thinking, man, this, this, I invested my money, almost everything I had into this thing. And she was pushing all her chips in and it was going really well. Uh, I come home on a Friday, open the door, she's in tears. We got friends coming down from the Central Coast. They were coming down from Lake Paso. And they were going to come in. We were going to go hang around for the weekend. So they're on their way. My plane lands. I get to the house, walk in the door. She's sobbing. And I'm like, what's going on? And she goes, and I forget the lady's name. Allison. Yeah. No, it wasn't Allison. That oh, was, you know, you didn't know her. It was a different woman. It was just some lady they hired there in California. Knocks on the door. Allison was the one who was in charge of the whole thing. Yeah. The accountant knocks on the door. And says, uh, I've embezzled everything. I've spent it all. I took everything out. I've been hiding the money. I've been spending it. I've been going back and forth with it. It's over. Company's dead and gone. Like, what? It's dead and gone. Like, I've, I blew it all. I'm turning myself in. I can't repay you. I'll try. But I'm going to be in jail for a long time. Knocked on every employee's door. There were only like eight people. Knocked on all their doors and said, yeah, I, I shot still walking? All. Huh? He's still walking? Oh, no, it was a woman, and no, right to jail. Like, no, that's they, not what I'm talking no, about. Oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, no, as far as I know, Brett, no. Still alive. <laughs> Should have called me. At that point, it just came to an end. But she got into some bad trouble with some bad people and was using company money to pay them. And then the company realized she's got a lot more. Or the bad guys realized she's got a lot more company money she can go to. So they started to strong arm her. And then she just started to use it, churning things in and out, investing for them and taking from, it was cool. just a big Ponzi. It, for, yeah, but Man. on the side. So you don't even know. Like you're, somebody at your business can just knock on the door and go, Sorry. it's over. 
And you try to use insurance and try to go, this can't just end this way. Sure can. Basically, when you trust somebody with all the money and they do something terrible with it, you find out, uh-oh. You just have to push it back in or not or try to get them to pay it back. She didn't have a penny. She was backwards so far it was ridiculous. So I say, okay, we can get – she can pay back as time goes on. But that was it. They had to close the doors the next day. <laughs> Crazy. It just went away. So you never know when somebody in your business or somebody in your world is dabbling with the cartel. She should have went away. And they start looking around going, who else is in this company? Because they probably think everybody's in on it. If I was in the cartel, and I'm like, okay, we're getting money from that company. Who's in charge of that thing? Jim and this guy and that guy? All right, we'll just go to their houses. <laughs> Crazy. But it could happen. Luckily, young enough at the time that all of my money wasn't a ton of money. It was just all I had. And I still had a gig. She was very employable. We got back up quick, but it was it was a punch. It was a, quite a punch. It was, yeah, it was pretty neat. And it's a good story now because, you know, everybody's okay. But man, oh, man. And then the worst part is you got house guests. Like 45 minutes away. It's a fun weekend. And they're driving in. So it's like, they we what do we do? We had tickets to some show or thing, and I don't even remember what it was. It was Stomp in Hollywood. We had to go. <laughs> we're going to go see Stomp. We had tickets. I'm like, I don't know what. To, and she, it was just a mess. Hi, guys. Where do we put our bags? I don't know. Up your ass. We're not in the mood for you people right now. <laughs> this is terrible. But the cartel would have seen our house in California and gone, nah, we'll just go to the neighbor's place. <laughs> it, was a, it was a very average home. <laughs> but it can happen. You never know. Keep an eye on all your stuff. That's all. But I still think Charles and Kendra were... Uh, Something's missing. It's not me, right? That's it's stuff. Ozarks. It is Ozarks. It really Jason is. Jason Bateman. It is absolute Ozarks. You're right. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. And we'll scream it together. You call us, 585-9800, and we'll play what you like. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUPD. <laughs>